The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, it's Metallica right there. It's sad but true. And by the way, for that uh, Super Bowl party we're doing over there at uh, CB Live with Adam Ray, do a comedy show first. Adam's going to headline. I'll go up make a, a mockery of it hosting it. Don't count on that being anything good. Uh, I'll host it, and then we'll get other comedians up there. We got Gary Cannon's going to make it out. I tried to get Lovitz. Oh, yeah, because I'm the face of the NFL. Great idea. <laughs> I love it still, Mike. How much? That's, of course, what his first answer was. What do you pay me? Because last time I was out, they gave me like 30 grand. I'm like, no, I didn't. I'll give you $30,000 to just be out here. Typical. Well, that's typical. my price. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Oh, he <laughs> said it. He was. <laughs> you realize I'm a Jew. <laughs> it was his words. Anyway. So hopefully, maybe, I don't know, we'll talk to John. Definitely, Adam Ray. And also, just to throw in a little extra on that, uh, the, we're going to have the, the, you know, the football squares for the Humane Society. Uh, we're giving away the Metallica weekend. <laughs> Both tickets. Nice. So we'll have those available, too. We had somebody just email a little while ago. He uh, wants to know. So the $9.80 or whatever it is, that covers everything. The game, yeah. the comedy, everything. Look, there's no security. You pay awesome. the nine eighty, you scoot back and forth all you want. All right. I think what they're going to do is have the comedy club uh, open up, ready to go. Adam does the thing. We have the little show. We have some fun. We goof around. We're a little football comedy fun. I have special guests I'm not allowed to mention yet. You know who it is. He goes to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed to talk about it, but he'll be there. Uh, and then we're going to go on and goof around for a little bit. Then Adam comes on does his thing. And then I think they're just closing the middle wall. They'll have a viewing party on both sides. You can go to either one. Oh, okay. So we're just not going to be part of the comedy thing until the you know start trickling in after that's over. But Metallica tickets on the line there too, so it's going to be awesome. I'm excited, but we weren't going to do a Super Bowl thing, and then this started to happen. I'm like, this is great, good idea. So it should be fun. 
hop on it because you can take your drinks out of the building up there on that Sunday. It's a great idea. Uh, pretty awesome. I also got this email. I wanted to read this out of the complete fairness of what we talked about. Uh, a guy named Peyton email said, John, uh, read this out loud, please. I'm a 52-year-old black male from Richmond, uh, the District of Columbia. I was a bouncer in my younger years. I've loved you and the HMS gang since day one. And what you are talking about with police brutality has been happening to people of color for a long time. When I started driving in 83, just learning, I was warned. First thing, do not do anything to draw attention to yourself. No loud radio, no fast cars, no jacked up cars. Buy a bucket, keep it running, stay in the slow lane. I've picked up more than one buddy or family member because they went out after dark and took a turn uh, took a turn without a signal or uh, blew through a red light and got pulled over. You know how many times we've heard, uh, you know why I pulled you over, boy? And was told to keep your keys on the dash, driver's license, proof of insurance, inspection, registration. Do not mouth off. Yes, sir. No, sir. Never be funny. It could get you hurt. I had a run in 22 years ago. Never again. I got to Arizona when I was 26, and it's nothing like Virginia back roads and D.C. streets. Trust me on this one. It's not new. Uh, Peyton, black listener since 96. Well, Peyton, I just wanted to get that out there for you because it is something us white people don't know. You want to call it privilege or whatever else? I'm not afraid of the cops. I was never told that. I was told don't get in trouble, but it was always me. It was always my fault, and I deserved it if I got it. For no reason, I can't even grasp it. And I've been with my friend Reggie when that cop pulled over just to watch us talking. Everything okay here? I'm like, yeah. And I watch Reggie just look at me, and I'm like, yeah, we're fine. Why? What's going on? Just making sure this is your car? Yeah. Okay, you're good? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And he drove away. Reggie goes, that was because of me. I'm like, why? And he goes, this is one thirty in the morning. It's a white guy and a black guy in a parking lot just talking next to a nice car. It didn't help that you... I had my hands up. I had my hands up. And Reggie had me at gunpoint. But I mean, we were just goofing around. I witnessed a uh, foot race once behind a movie theater between a white fat kid who said he could beat a black guy they worked together in in a race. And we went behind the theater and set it up. And I'm telling you right now, there is nothing worse for a white person. Uh, to, or for a police officer to see coming around a corner, a fat white kid running from a black guy. He was faster than the black guy. No way. For a little while, he ended oh, up okay, losing I was the race. Say, come on. But he was ahead of him. And we're like, if a cop sees this, I mean, I'm thinking this looks like a crime. He came around that first corner and got, and then by the end, the fat kid had gassed. If he was in better shape, kid I think he'd have won. With a name won. tag on, <laughs> they both did. They <laughs> were in their movie theater outfits. <laughs> well, they were dressed exactly alike. I'm like, this looks bad. So, yeah, just to get it out there. Anyway, thank you, Peyton, for that perspective. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And it is, uh, you know, they're going to get ready. That place is going to go crazy. Hooters is going to have it all. And right now you can still get the January of uh, January's Beer of the Month. Uh, what, two more days of that? Then February's Beer of the Month. I'm not sure that will change too much. Uh, but you can do that right now and find out what they are. Head over there. Ask Brittany behind the bar. For the special, she'll give it to you. And if you're thirsty, there's only one place to go, and that's Hooters. And then say, thanks, Hooters, for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Oh, boy, do I. Not enough stuff comes to my house in bubble wrap. It's all that weird... um, The big cardboard now. And then there's the big pocket ones. Those aren't as fun. I don't like the big... They don't pop. You get like four or five ones. Yeah, the Amazon ones stink. You got to jump on them. They're more like gel. Yeah. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. Will Ferrell's dad was a musician with the Righteous Brothers. Really? 
to save money during World War One. World War. World War One. Oh, yeah. Woodrow Wilson got rid of the White House groundskeepers. Kept a flock of forty-eight sheep on the lawn to chew the grass. Why aren't we still doing that? The wool sheared from the sheep was sold at auction to raise money for the Red Cross. Let's keep that up. Have the White House sheep uh, give sweaters to the homeless. Pixar animated 20,622 balloons to carry the house in the movie up. Wow. Even the ones on the inside of the giant bunch that you can't see. They They built it from the inside out. Yeah. That's cool. In a new survey. And again, Pixar also animated the very first cartoon, Stillbirth. Without realizing it. Well, it wasn't a stillbirth. Did she have it? She didn't have it. She had a she lost the baby, so it was a miscarriage. Miscarriage, yeah. yeah. It's a cartoon miscarriage. But they you don't remember everybody no. always makes that face. Well, what you watched was the first animated miscarriage. That was the whole premise of the movie, based on the idea that she couldn't have kids. They're laying in the field, they look up. There's the cloud that looks like a stork, looks like a baby. She points. He looks nervous. Clearly, she's just told him, I'm pregnant. Next scene, they're He's in running. a doctor's office. She's crying. I didn't know if you guys noticed. There's blood on her leg. That's not true. Missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she's crying. They realize they have to go. Well, they, you know, they did the so baby. that's why they went the on baby's the room, adventures. And they realize we can't have kids. It's just the two of us. We've All we've got is each other. And uh, so they had planned adventures, but they didn't go on any adventures. That was the problem. Right. And then he waited for her to die before he decided to do any of the adventures, which is rude, but it's still a great movie. And then he took young cartoon Brady all the way to Paradise Falls. <laughs> In a new survey, 85% of adults of all ages see themselves as financially responsible when it comes to things like credit card or credit scores and savings. Uh, but 50% say they struggle with unnecessary spending. Or unbudgeted expenses. 40% struggle to remember to pay bills on time. Yikes. Um, 35% of all adults admit that their parents are paying or contributing to at least one of their bills. 35% of adults? I'd be embarrassed. Well, I guess 35% includes from 18 to 27. They didn't break it down by yeah, age. Still be but embarrassed. I would too, but that's yeah. not embarrassing anymore because people live at home until they're 27. 24% of millennials say their parents cover their rent. Oh, now that's I'd be embarrassed. That's 26 yeah. to 41. Because you haven't really moved out. 26 to 41. To 41, for Christ's sake, you can't get it yeah. together? I can understand you running into trouble. Right. And need you a need hand. a hand once you're hand. Yeah, Mom, okay. Dad, I hate to do this, but I am in deep trouble and I don't want to be homeless. And I don't want to move back in with you and I don't think you want that either. So you get a boost. I got a sure thing happening. I just need 3000 right. up front that crap? and I'll double it. Yeah, no. No, no. I don't want any of your <laughs> barter nonsense. I'll give you the rent and we're done here. I swear I can double your money. If that's true, why do you need money? You're such a genius. Oh, I, I that's pathetic. If you're in your 30s at all and they're paying your rent steadily and you don't have any plans on changing that. Just you go got, hang yourself. You got no pride. Yeah, go, go hang yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm with Brett. End it. There are more than 127 million single people 18 years and older living in America. That's about 40% of the population. Uh... According to the U.S. Census data, the cities with the most singles 
Richmond, Virginia, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Newark, New Jersey, Cincinnati, Ohio, Atlanta, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Detroit. Well, you've seen some of the broads in those yeah, cities? I was going to say, you've Buffalo. mentioned a lot of cities where people will remain single. The cities with the most single men are all the ones I just mentioned, but also Reno, Nevada is up there. No kidding. Also, hillbilly heaven. Most single women? Uh, some similarities as well. Buffalo, Richmond, Pittsburgh, Oof. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Newark, D.C., Atlanta. They may say they're single, but they weigh in as a double. If uh, more seasoned divorcees are your speed, Spokane, Washington, <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida, Albuquerque, Orlando. Are you single if you're divorced? I noticed that. I've always noticed that, that they say, what is your status? Single, married, divorced. But if you're yeah, divorced, you're single. I don't understand that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so of the numbers you just read off of the 40% of the population single, does that include people who are no longer married or is divorce a I think separate they're category? Saying, uh, well, according to that last part, divorcees are more your speed. Yeah, so like six. I guess people want to know. would be part of the single world. They're looking for a platinum single. Right. Yeah, somebody's never been tainted by the pain of marriage. <laughs> well, that generation, the new generation, kudos to them on that one. They got that right. They're not getting married early. They're not. Get, they're trying to avoid it because it's no longer this, you know, beautiful union of religion and everything. It's a business and it's a law. It's legal it's now legal trappings for a lot of people that look at it. Like they say, I'm going to live to be 80. Why would I legally bind to you? I can't watch, you know, 12 episodes of a show I can't commit to. Why am I going to say the next 67 years are yours? They're smarter. That's a smarter way to live. Yeah. So avoid it until you can't. That's basically like what Brett's doing. You're getting married. You're almost 50 years old, for God's sakes. It's brilliant. <laughs> Medea, she's the genius. Right. Why, because I'm going to be gone for her? <laughs> yeah, but, well, that, no. She's not been married before. No, absolutely not. No. Somehow or another, she skated through life and not did it. And she's not a crazy. Which no. normally a girl her age unmarried is a crazy. With no kids, even. Yeah. She's abs- like a unicorn. Nuts. <laughs> you have to run into somebody usually her age. It's like, yeah, I don't have any kids, but, you know, I was married for 13 years. And he died in a skydiving accident or something like that. That's She's not crazy. You got lucky. I know. That was a champion's pull right there. Someone online said that their 20-year-old friend accidentally locked himself outside naked when he was, uh, and he was arrested and fined $200 because a lady across the street called the cops and right. complained. So they polled the Internet. More than 1,500 people weighed in. 57% of the people said you should not be punished if you're accidentally locked, if you locked yourself outside. Yes, you should. Naked. 21% said it depends on where you are. If you're like in an area with a school or something. No. <laughs> 11% of the people said you should be arrested. 4% said it depends on the person. <laughs> it does? <laughs> Racists. Is he white or black? I don't want to see that dangler out there. Throw him in the joint. You should never go outside naked. That's It's 100%. You're 100% wrong. If you go outside naked... And you can't get indoors anymore. You deserve a fine. You deserve a punishment for being so stupid to walk outside yeah. naked. Now, I've been in my hot tub naked, and I have a towel, 
But if the doors were all magically locked and I was stuck outside, I'd just hang out in the backyard the whole time where no Literally. one could see me. Yeah, I would hang out <laughs> everywhere, really. But you don't go wandering around the front yard to where the neighbors can see. Even if it's two degrees, you shouldn't have gone outside naked. If you go outside nude, you deserve a, f- a fine. I just think of that scene in The Jerk where he runs out and he's grabbing the dogs and <laughs> covering up <laughs> yeah, both sides. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if there's a fire, people would understand. That's different. Those circumstances change it. But even then, you shouldn't run outside naked. Grab a sheet off the bed and get out there. There's this 66-year-old retired woman who lives in North Texas named Elaine. And she says men have been showing up for the past year at all times of the day and night. And they've been uh, there have been at least 25 men. They're young, they're old, all ages. Some have traveled a long distance. All kinds of men. She says... Uh, They're showing up at our house? Yeah, showing up at our house. Uh, basically looking for some sex. She's a shiksa. A what? Yeah, it's a Jewish thing where men just are flocking to you. They can't help it. She's not. No. There is, that was a potential a part there, but... Uh, <laughs> they, did, they did weigh it in whether or not she was a magical shiksa. <laughs> yeah, she's figured out that her address is being used by a scam. Oh, um, it's a website that gets the men to pay through Venmo, various services. And then they show up. Oh, that's brutal. And they give out her address. And then guys just, just show random. up. Prepaid. Yep. yep. So they're pissed. He said a lot of them will say they're here. I've got an appointment with Nikki. Some say oh, Kelly. Oh, man. Now there's Rhonda. Elaine says she's not afraid of confronting the men and threatening them. Sure. She says she appreciates that the local police are quick to respond when she calls, but they won't do anything other than shoo the men off. Yeah, what can they do? She's hoping that authorities will go after the scam that's sending the men. Good luck. Soon. Well, maybe that. maybe this is that uh, kind of Nora Ephron, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movie in waiting that this uh, accident where there's, you're sending desperate Johns to some some hooker's house, but it's not real. And then Tom Hanks knocks on your door and they fall in love. It would be a, it's like Pretty Woman. Women would eat that story alive. I wasn't a prostitute, but my address got locked up on this thing and I met a really nice guy. Chicks would dig that. Or if Bradley Cooper showed up oh, Exactly, door, Bradley you know. Cooper's there. He's, you know, his wife had died. He doesn't know how to talk to women anymore. He la, thought la, he'd la, try la. this out. La, 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 la. <laughs> and he's standing on your porch. And Gaga's inside, and she's desperate for a decent-looking guy. Somebody probably poorly sighted, is my guess, or alcoholic, like we've pointed out. That would be a good, like, rom-com that women would go to. Because in the real life, they'd say it's gross, but in the movies, they think it's romantic. I was a, I was in a scam for prostitution. I met my husband. It would be like when Harry oh, met Sally. that would be awesome. That would be a good movie. I, I fell for the one. Yeah. Because I kept coming one day, just one, one weirdo after him. It would be great for, like, as a writer... Having all these nutbags show up at the house, and his story is he shows up, four or five guys, and then finally, the one guy who decides, I'm going to give this a try, I guess. So. Is Rhonda here? No, she's not. I had my, an appointment. My address was mixed up in a... But she'd seen him on TV after his wife died in a fire, and he tried to rescue her or something, so he's kind of a local hero from seven or eight years ago, and she's always had a thing for him. This writes itself. It goes well for a while, but he continues on hiring hookers. Right, right. right. Well, no, that's after. That's, oh, when, 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 that's what I'm saying. We, we leave it when Prince Charming moves in. 
<laughs> we don't talk about later when she's farting on him and they're fighting. And now it's time for a Wild America. All right. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America. We have uh, two divers diving for mollusks in Mexico's Tabari Bay in the Gulf of California. Reason being is there's a shortage of seafood, so a lot of divers are going out there and diving for scallops and because they're in high demand, big money. Yeah. There's, a, there's not a shortage of sea life. There's a shortage of bringing it to the land. Yeah. Because right? yeah. they had to be consumed in restaurants. Did Mexico have some sort of issue with uh, like workers? or I don't remember why, but I read something where they were not pulling it out like they used to. Yeah, it could be, but you know these guys are kind of independent divers, and they they can cash in on it. Well, the Manuel Lopez was diving for mollusks, and his buddy was watching him. He said around the depth of about fifty feet, it was around eleven thirty a.m. Nineteen foot great white shark. Oh, it's the first fatal shark attack of twenty twenty three. Oh, decapitated him. Don't. Not only that, I mean, took the head completely off and dipped into the shoulders. Basically, it's... He just one-chomped him down to the middle of his back. Yeah. Oh! Like he gave him a V-neck. Yep. Oh! Just one, just saw him and ate the top of him. Yeah, his... uh, And his buddy watched it? Yeah, and his buddy says he was diving when the animal attacked him, impressively ripping off his head (laughs) and biting both shoulders. (laughs) Jose Burnell, the man that was... Jose's a fairly pragmatic diver. Well, you know, it was, I got to say, as tragic it's as it was, that was impressive. Bite. That was an impressive move. You can, root for the, you can root for your favorite team. When the other team makes a good play, sometimes you just have to go, hey, a tip of the cap. That, that was an impressive move by the defense. He ate his, he just circled him Ow. right around. Wow. Combo that up, according to TrackingSharks.com, oh. the seafood shortage has caused an increased demand. Which has motivated, you know, these guys to go out independently. To so. dive in these dangerous places. Yep. It's like and people do with chocolate them. Easter bunnies. They just bite, they go right for the head. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> you can go for the ears. You're not some sort of an, uh, you're not an insane person. You take its head and ears. What are you trying Savage. to? Savage. Deep throat the bunny. Savage. Yeah, you are. You're, you're, <laughs> acting, you're acting like an animal. Savages. You take the ears off like a gentleman. Then the head. <laughs> you go all the way in there. What are you? Lana Rhodes? Calm down. You'll get some of that rabbit. That's your wild America. Wow. And it was in Mexico, Brady, which is wild North America. I like what you've done there. (laughs) All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Um, the Baymont Inn and Suites in Des Moines, Iowa, has been given uh, the license back. They can operate again. They closed down a little bit, 14 violations, uh, including one of the rooms where they are inspecting um, had a... Uh, Sex toy in the microwave. Ew. A soiled shirt in the ice bucket. What does soiled mean? Mm, not a fan of that word. Rooster no. tail. <laughs> yep. Okay, it could be anything. I mean, anything could be soiled. 
trash behind the bed. Under the bed. <laughs> why, did you, why is that your first thought of your shirt? Have you That's soiled. Yeah, it's, oh, it's soiled. But I've got more questions than not about Brett's first reaction. How do you soil a T-shirt? Well, clearly. You've seen it. Straight up the cracker. I mean, that's Man the way Duke, to soil them. You've seen Duke some has, of my friends. Thank Man you. Duke has to have done that. Sorry, I've Man told Duke. this story before, but the great Chris Gilbert, who was Ralphie May in training. Did you know Chris Gilbert? No, uh uh-uh. uh. He was the. Remember, remember back in the day when we were in school, there was only one fat kid? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Now they're all fat. But this was back when uh, every, every school only had one massive kid. He was our massive kid. And all through uh, junior high and high school, Chris just got bigger and bigger and bigger. He was Ralphie May. Probably about 400 pounds by the time we got to Mace Community College. Uh, and uh, uh, I, it, was, it was a night class, if I remember right. Uh, Chris Gilbert. I was sitting next to Mark Olson. Me and Mark Olson went to school together and Chris Gilbert. And Chris Gilbert sits down behind us in a 7 to 10 p.m. class at Mace Community College. Go Thunderbirds. And he says, uh, Anytime you guys want me to fart, I can do it. And Mark and I start laughing. Like, All right. And then he goes, uh, do it. Like about 20 minutes into class. Hey, Gilbert, do it. And you just see this big fat body. <laughs> and you hear. <laughs> 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 and then Chris, because the desks were all one piece, and he right. barely f- just stood up with the desk attached to his stomach. <laughs> Walks away. Olsen and I are done. It's over. <laughs> we're going to laugh the entire class. Here's a... This is how prideless he was. He leaves. Like, what happened? And, and Olsen's like, I'm positive he himself. I'm positive he all over himself. We're dying. Gilbert comes walking in about an hour and a half into class in new clothes. Sits down. He goes, a rooster tail on my back. Oh, my God. We just stopped laughing. It's never going to end. Did he bring the desk back with him or what? No, everything. <laughs> he took the desk off in the hallway. Okay, he walked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Evidently, the desk just moved. Nobody said anything. And Olsen and I are dying. But you, uh, <laughs> like squishy sponges. <laughs> just, and evidently, I didn't see it, but Chris did. Rooster tailed up, or uh, Mark evidently did. Rooster tailed up his back. <laughs> and just a shot like he was riding a bike in the mud. Oh. Hey, can I borrow your notes? I must have all the way up my back and my pants. <laughs> you prideless mountain of pig. I can't believe you would show your face again. You're back in an hour. That's all it took for you to get over that public humiliation. Went to the uh, car wash, put in a dollar. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Barnum and Baylor outside with hoses and buckets. They took care of him. We know what to do. Scrub. He had new clothes. Sat right back down. Didn't want to miss. And... and Nobody, teacher, nothing, said a word. I haven't lived until a fat guy says, Hey, guys, anytime you need a fart, I'm your man. Like, All right, <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. Thanks, Chris. But Olsen's, hey, Gilbert, do it. <laughs> and I mean, it was eight seconds later, <laughs> firing up the back of the chair. I'm going to go home for a minute. Like a jet boat taking off. <laughs> that poor guy. I just think of that. The walk down the hall to whatever giant car he drove all the way home. Oh, the car. <laughs> Get rid of all the stuff. Oh, the car. And the, just the filth he had to sit in. You know he's got reserved house in the trunk <laughs> for when it's happened On before. sticks, because yeah. he can't reach <laughs> back there. He's got broomsticks with towels taped to the end of them. Just in case. <laughs> I like to tell people I got... <laughs> Anytime. Ask me, I'll do it. 
What a skill. What a skill you've developed. Now just do the algebra problems and no more of your tricks. Came back for his five bucks. Told you yeah. I could do it. He didn't ask for money. Which is something you think he, he never, it was just a, it was a gentleman's honor to have him do that. It was no cash exchanged. He's got to be dead of a heart attack. That dude was huge. Well, if he's not, it's good news for him. It's my understanding that the loaded tots will make the official debut on Domino's National Menu. There are uh, three types of tots you can get. Six ninety nine, cheddar bacon, melty three cheese, and the Philly cheesesteak. What's going Loaded on, Brady? Tater tots. What's going on? That's not right. news. That's food news. No, it's big no, news. No. Brady, you just could roll out in time I, for the no. Super Bowl. That got me all excited. I was just, I was just compared to John's classmate that Brady brings out some great news. Finally, some news I could get behind. Empty your wallet. How many gift cards to that place do you have? It's Domino's. By the way, I told you... Look, they're getting in the top. <laughs> two things. I, I'll break... Remember, I told you a story about Megan saying a dumb thing last week. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, over the weekend, she was talking about... Uh, the news was on, and something had happened uh, with... Uh, I forget what it was, but there was a follow-up to it. And she goes, well, no one's told me about this. And I'm like, that's why it's called news. It's N-E-W. It's right in the word we're watching. No one's told anyone about this. That's why it's called news. It's not like, hey, everybody, we all know. We all know this. They never start a story like that. No one's alerted me. How am I the last to know? What's well, news. It's not olds. It's news. Uh, on that, remember the story I told you about how she said her nipples hurt because of ice cream? Yeah. She's She heals in on this. She's gone Brady on So him? it got dumber. So for oh, those, no. recap real quick. It the other day, get dumber? It got dumber. And I still say it's the seven dumbest words I've heard strung together in my life is that her nipples hurt because she had ice cream. Not on them. She was eating it. Oh, my nipples are killing me. What's going on? I don't know. I ate some ice cream earlier and I think that did it. I'm like, all right. What information did you delete before you settled in on ice cream was my only question. Like, what possible scenarios could have happened to make your nipples hurt? Before he said, no, it must be my ingestion of ice cream. So I told her, seven dumbest words I've ever heard in my life. The next day, she says it. She goes, the only thing I've been doing different, I had ice, I don't eat ice cream, and I ate it, and my nipples started to hurt. And she goes, and you know, dairy and milk. And I'm like, no, you're not going down this road. The boobs and milk, like that's where dairy they goes in your together. body. No, your, your body does not take the milk dairy product. Stored in Recirculates your cans it. and use it as baby milk. You're not lactating. Your body is not functioning as a milk producer. Stop your saying stupid communicates stuff. communicates says, hey, this is good milk, man. She dug her heels in on this one. To, she's convinced the ice cream made her nipples hurt. Maybe right. her boobs are lactose intolerant or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> she has odd. lactose. <laughs> no, it's not because she's not lactating. You can't. They, that is not how pregnant women make their boobs milk. <laughs> I have to eat more dairy, or I won't make. Yeah, like if you stand outside long enough, it becomes cheese. Shut the f- up about this whole ice cream thing. What's this? It's the news. Well, no one's alerted me. Yep, that's why you got to watch it. They're telling us now. Crazy story, but that the the milk boob ice cream debate is on. There's a new trend in laziness. This company in Japan. Has created a wearable beanbag chair. The example that they show for Americans, the Japanese go getters are the Japanese family here. Uh, <laughs> they come in four different colors: moss green, nat- natural beige, mocha, charcoal gray. Three different sizes. The child size is about sixty bucks. Medium's eighty, and the large is one hundred and twenty. 
It's just a beanbag backpack. Weighs about 11 pounds. Yeah, it, it's, it looked like a family of grimaces in these beanbag. But this is to lazy up Americans. The plan is that in 20 years we'll be so beanbagged up that Japanese can finally run over us. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, that's functional. Yep. That one maybe. You look like a big onion. Look like a weeble. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right, Japanese people. We know what you're doing. You're trying to get us to lay down more. Does it come with a pixelated front? <laughs> Some do. Yeah. The Kardashian ass one. <laughs> yeah, it, looks, it does. It looks like Chloe. It's a beanbag in your back. Ugh. Anyway, well, that's just the essence of laziness is to have a suit with a chair in it. <laughs> so I can just sit down. <laughs> I got a couple of radio videos. The first one uh, is a kid that mistakenly drifts into the perfect spot. Oh, but he cool. goes over the cop, but he does it right in front of a cop. Drift racing. I, well, he's, yeah, he's coming around the corner a little hot. And he drift parks. He, yeah. But not around. on purpose, though. No. Oh, he's not actually drifting. kind of tails around Oops. on him. Okay, gotcha. So this is an accident. This is just poor driving is what it yeah. is that ended up being lucky. There's a cop right there. He goes blowing down the road. Target. Oops. Whoops. Oh, my God. And now he's just on the other <laughs> side of traffic, and he took his spot. And he goes. Holy cow. He just Send ended up. Send me that. Send me that. It's like the world's greatest U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> Who's screaming? The guy in the car? That's really well done. Not a bad move. He should be proud yeah, of himself. That's what, impressive. What did he do to his uh, alignment there, Brett, by hopping oh, the curb that way? Yeah, he's, he's got a bent wheel. Oh, oh, the car's yeah. not going to be performing yeah. at its highest levels, but pretty well done. Oh, send me that! And now he's just <laughs> facing the other direction. He can go back to where the he started. The cop's just shaking his head like, yeah. what yeah. an ass. You think the cop just casually walks across the street and... That was on his window. You That's are the absolutely incredible. <laughs> it is amazing. I'm going to go ahead and give you a ticket now. You know, right? <laughs> of course. You know why I'm here, right? Because I just went insane for eight seconds. <laughs> I wonder if Megan thinks after my mom had her mastectomy from breast cancer that my mom can't eat dairy anymore. <laughs> you should tell her that. Bring that up. Do I will. That. I'll ask you today. I just up. thought of it. I'm like, I wonder if Megan, oh, your mom can't have milk anymore. She's got nowhere to store it. <laughs> 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 well, her milk holders are gone. You don't know anything about anatomy at all. <laughs> Next one's a dude in the batter, batter's circle. As the other guy on deck circle, Brady. on deck circle. That's right. There's no batter. Taking there. a little foul ball. Oh, he gets hit. Where, where are we playing baseball? Ooh. Oh my! Club ball is happening year round, John. Ooh. That's a left-handed batter hitting it down the third baseline that Ooh. badly. How late was he on little that late, hit? Little late. Oh, Ooh. my God. That's a 90-degree line drive. Oh, man. Wow. All He's right. got some power, though. That's horrible. Just yeah. a little late. Just time, he's yeah. got no bat speed. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Next is a fracture. We found this gem. Weightlifting. No. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh, right there. Oh, oh, God. No. Ah. Oh, God. Oh, watch, watch. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, his elbow just comes out of its oh. socket. Credit to him, though. The x-ray below. Oof. Oh, that's just pure day. smash. But you know what? Credit to his uh, shoulders. That still he counts. Held, he, he got held it. The, he held yeah. the weight. Yeah. Just, the arm was completely bent the wrong way. That's what happened to Brock Purdy. Bent that arm the wrong direction. Yikes. All right. Is that all you got? Brett? 
Brady? That's all I got. Okay. you got to answer the questions, Brady. You can't just stare at your phone. Uh, Brett, what do you got? Uh, there's one I'm almost not sure I'm going to show you guys. Uh, Why? Okay. Is it? Okay. No, no. <laughs> for it. We twisted his arm I, I'll just I'll let enough. you go to the last. It'll be the last one. So okay. here's a guy doing some uh, some lion taming. Oh, oh that's a tiger, no, Brett. No, no, no. That's called no. a tiger. Oh, yeah, that that's too. tiger taming. That too. He don't care at this point. Oh, there's another tiger. Grabbed his leg. Oh, he's beating that. That tiger's had it. Oh, this is the worst moment Siegfried and Royd could have ever imagined. Oh, he's winning. Now he's got his arm. This guy's just trying to beat it with a table. Oh, my God. His, his partner comes out and hits the tiger with a table. That guy's dead, right? Don't have a follow-up. No, those are love bites. Oh, man. Yeah, well, they were. That guy would have lost legs. And oh, uh, this guy. That's the only reason I'd ever want to go to one of those shows. Just I have see, yeah. zero interest in the success of the lion tamer. Well, and that's like lions and tigers. I want them to win every time. So, like NASCAR, though, everybody goes to watch the wreck. A little I mean, bit, you know, the five hundred miles, the wreck, and then a great finish. Right, absolutely, yeah. Tiger taming, like whenever I went by an MGM at the in Vegas, and they have that lion thing. Uh, today's the day. Please let today be the day that the guy gets eaten that goes in there because these guys, they no business in that glass box, none at all, and it's just for it's just sad and pathetic and mean, and they go in there and. You know, I hand them all that meat. And the one weekend I'm there that I don't go over and see the lions, they eat a guy. They had that, that guy. And it was all over the internet where he, oh, it was right there. It was right there. I only root for that. I have no interest in like those idiots when the, the tamers win. The hillbillies that are doing the alligator training and all that I, kind of I stuff. I always root for the alligator. If I see anything, if I see a, a wild beast, a, a majestic wild tiger standing on top of a of a habit trail or a he's on one of those ferris wheel runners <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for someone to get murdered by that thing elephants wandering around tied to each other with the hats on i root for the elephant to stomp the closest idiot i have no interest in like the the dog and pony show of the wild being impressive somehow for the human species stomp them out cigarettes that's all i'm rooting for the elephant to just cigarette the guy out and then look up at the crowd like i'm free i'll open the door for you now, this one, uh, I think this guy went to Tactical Black because uh, he kind of knew what he was doing during the fight. Got a fight inside of some diner. Ooh. This guy is not. Whoa! <laughs> that is the gayest slap I've ever seen. Look at that. He licked the back of his hand. <laughs> Backhanded him. With flair, by the way. And where and he is that? shade out of there, too. Where are we? Because there's... Distracts him with looks the lick. Like it's an arcade or something. They've got, like, all those old video games. Oh, open 24 hours. And this little tiny Asian guy smack, man licks his hand and hands him. Oh! I've never seen a hand lick finish before, but I like it. Yeah, his other hand is in full gay flair. <laughs> That is gay technique, and you don't want the business end of that guy's scepter. <laughs> all right. Now, th- you want go. the last one? Of course we do, Brett. You've teased that it That was too the much. COVID slap. That was, okay. <laughs> you got COVID <laughs> and you're out cold. Well, Suck the back of my hand, bitch. I like that. Apparently, uh, this guy figured out a way to get out of a bullet train. Oh, no. He figured out how to get out of the way. Bullet train. So we're talking 300 or miles an hour. He thought he... F- here okay, we go. Let's take a look. Here comes the bullet train. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I told you. Oh, I, oh, I my. gave you guys a warning. I... Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, the half on the top's okay. 
Wow. What did I just watch? I'm not watching it again. Oh, so he just he got sliced <laughs> in half, literally wow. in half, <laughs> by the directory. Yeah. It's, and another quick one from Death Addiction. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, they, they they label it. You got to put your watermark on this video. You, you're responsible. Wow. That is the You Are Here mall directory that splits a dude's body oh, into. Oh, God. So there you go. Finishing up strong. Here's a gut powerful Nugent. Oh. Where's his head? I, it's, I don't even want to watch it again. No, I don't think it is. Look again. All right. I don't think his head's still on there. I think it was a, a clean cut. Both. Oh, his body. It's, it's a dead torso cut in half. I mean, he sliced him like a Ginsu. Where's his head? Oh, his head? I think his head. Oh, no, it's just wide open. Look at this guy over okay, here no, just like on. casually. Go back a little bit because the first pull, his head explodes. And then the directory splits him in half. Watch closely. See if we can do a slow Let's take here. a look. There he is going backwards. Watch his head hit the other pole. Because that's why his head's all bloody and messy. Oh, yeah, okay. Because it gets hit right there. Oh, the head's on. It, yeah, it's like the head's so the on head's the top there. of the white thing. On this side? Watch the head hit the first pole. I'll go in. And that's what splits him oh. in half. Oh. And look at this guy. This guy's just like casually sitting there like, hmm, what happened? Oh. That's the last thing you expect. You hear thud all the time <laughs> on the train oh. platform. There's a train going by. You can't hear that. So he just jumped off of a moving 200-mile-an-hour train. That's what, I, that's what I got in the story. Dude was able to get outside of a bullet train and make it to the terminal landing. He jumped great off idea, of the bullet train. Great idea that turned into a really, really bad idea. This is my stop, says. but it doesn't look like they're actually going to do it. So ding, I'll ding. take matters into my own hands. <laughs> I think I can hit the ground running here. Yeah. Thanks, Brett. Hey, I told you. You did. Brett's video is brought to you by Ground Chuck. <laughs> Delicious Ground Chuck on sale now. At a... Brought to you by Alpo. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's left. Oh. Yeah, he did. He looked like Alpo. Lauren Green stood over him later. <laughs> did a little commercial. All right, I'm going to throw up. Thanks, Brett. There's you your Brady report. Everybody just go towel off. That was gross. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.